Hey YPM, Elisa here. Thanks for tuning in to our podcast. We hope this podcast inspires you and encourages you to see more of Jesus in your life. God bless as you listen in. Hey there YPM, I pray you're doing well. You know, I don't know about you, but those fast food or instant noodle ads that pop up late at night while you're watching your cat videos, K-drama, and of course for some of us, on our in-depth Bible study sermon videos gets you into that man, not now moment. Worse still if you're watching actual food review shows or those ASMR food punching videos. You cold sweat, you look at the clock if you still can make it to order delivery. Or you open your fridge and cupboards to check if there's any more instant noodles left. You ask yourself, am I going for it? Or when you see influencers doing paid promotion posts for phones, skincare products, or another fast food promo, you instinctively can't resist and want to swipe up to put it in your shopping cart or worse still, impulse purchase right away. Or at times when you see something that gets to you right away, but on the other hand, the people around you just don't see it. It's like the best choice. It's a clear goal or the most beautiful thing ever. You know, there's a term in psychology known as motivated perception. Our perception is biased, selective, and malleable. It simply means we see what we want to see. It moves in the form we want it to. You know, like the glass analogy that's either half empty or is it half full? Is F for finish or full? Or is E for empty or enough? Or the certain way that colors associate with our emotions this comes from our motivations and desires ultimately leading to how we see our world so how do you see your world in john's vision recorded in revelation 7 verse 9 to 17 he describes seeing a great multitude before christ of every nation tribe people and language beyond count worshiping praising and serving god all those he saw will not hunger, thirst, work the ground. There'll be no more tears, pain, sorrow, and sadness. It's a beautiful picture of what John saw of salvation, eternity, and God. You know, a key verse taken from Acts 16, 6-10 says this, Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Phrygia, Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mycenae, they tried to enter Bithynia, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mycenae and went down to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. And what was happening here? I think the first thing is, it seems rather confusing that when Paul wanted to evangelize at this place called Asia, he wasn't allowed to, and was instead redirected to Macedonia. Now the second thing is, in most translations closest to the original words of Spirit of Jesus, it refers to how the early church was embracing the Trinitarian God. We hear the names of Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God, all mentioned in these short verses, which all refers to God. 
But particularly here, as you've guessed it, it refers to the Holy Spirit. The third thing is the vision of the man of Macedonia. Some scholars say it could have been Luke that Paul saw in the vision. Because Luke left Paul for a while and was probably there at Macedonia ministering and he needed help. But more importantly, it was what God was leading Paul to focus on. So through this sermon, allow the Spirit to also redirect your focus to what the Word of God is leading you to, beyond your motivated perception of how you see the world. It instead is your purposeful pilgrimage or purposeful journey with the Lord. Especially with where our world is, the question is, what can I do now? We usually desire to do something and often get derailed with the other things in life. Through this sermon, I pray the Holy Spirit will now lead you to respond, I am going to do something about it now because I've seen what God can do. Lean in. The title for this sermon podcast is Saw It, Going For It. This is the final and fourth part of our release series. If you've yet, yet to, pause and perhaps listen to the previous podcast where myself, Pastor Shirley, Pastor Roger shared on three perspectives of release. And the big idea or take home from this sermon is it's time. There will be an application on the traffic light, a practical exercise to assess our current state at the end of this sermon podcast. Now, like Paul, we can get so busy with our work, studies and our personal goals that we lose sight of what God is showing us. There are so many things that get our attention in the busyness of our everyday lives and frames what we want to see. You know, I remember a time when all I saw were business opportunities, sermon ideas, and personal desires. Every other thing I saw became new products, new services, new networks, new opportunities. Paul could have been very well blindsided as well. If he went ahead with his own plans instead of God's, it would have impacted the destinies of many people and even history itself. In each city Paul went, he began seeing results, signs and wonders. Paul was on a roll. You see, results will reason with us. But the residence of God's word brings revelation to us. The Bible records that God did extraordinary things through Paul. That even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him could heal the sick and cast out demons. I mean, I would like to wave my phone around or pass people my sneakers and see them healed and delivered. Those were the kinds of signs and wonders that Paul experienced and more. Shifting gears. Like Paul, I believe in setting goals, having vision and giving my best to God. But the revelation here is, are these goals, vision, and direction from God? And are they aligned with God? I want to highlight two principles from Paul's blind spots. The first is submission. Even great apostles like Paul experienced no's. God saying no to them and had to resubmit their plans to God. Obedience. Like Paul, when a door closes, God opens another which requires discernment and obedience to follow. Because eventually, God did lead 
Paul back to Asia and many were saved. So we know it wasn't because God didn't want them to hear the gospel, be saved and baptized, but it was to happen according to God's plan, God's timing. I want to take a moment now to prophetically say to you listening in that it is time. It's time for you to be a disciple maker, a witness for Jesus. No longer I don't have time. You know, you may say, but yeah, David, you are a pastor. This is your full-time job. This is all you do, right? Well, you're right to say that it's my full-time job. But a job without God's timing, God's plan, God's purposes is like studying without a career in mind, working without a purpose to follow, baking without a bellies to satisfy, gaming without ever completing the mission, having relationships without purposeful companionships, or belonging without meaningful contributions. See, all of us are called to go. All of us have been sent. But many of us go our own way. And many of us send God back along the way. And we've all gone through such situations like this, right? We all have. But it's very different when we're submitted to God's timing and plans. It funnels down to God's purposes. See, you were created for God's purpose. It's time. You were blessed to testify that it must be God. It's time. You're going through a pandemic to tell others they too can have hope in Christ. It's time. You're the only Christian in your class and office because that's your mission field. It's time. You're feeling a spiritual restlessness of wanting to do something for God because you were shaped for ministry. It's time. Your likes, your views and shares in the online world is your marketplace where influence can be traded for salvation in Jesus' name. It's time. Amen? See, if Paul did not see the purpose of his calling, which was to submit and to obey God, he would have missed out on key individuals God wanted him to reach and key doctrines God wanted him to communicate through the letters he would write. I don't want you to miss this, so lean in. As Paul began evangelizing in Macedonia, on one weekend, as God was leading Paul and the disciples to prayer, God led them to speak to a group of women by the river. Lydia, a prominent businesswoman of purple garments, was traveling. She was in Macedonia, was in that group at that time. The Bible says, the Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. From her salvation, it led to everyone in her household being saved and baptized. It's amazing. But beyond that, can you imagine her influence over her business community and her hometown for years to come? The many people who will hear the gospel of Christ and be saved. That's marketplace ministry in the first century. It was all in God's timing. Now we have this notion that as we follow God, it's going to be smooth and blessed. Yes, but God's way, not ours. Can you imagine? Paul was jailed right after this. After Lydia and the household were saved, and after he delivered a slave girl who was possessed, Paul was jailed. But God once again had a purpose. I really want you to hear this and receive this. You know, the Bible says in Proverbs 16 verse 9, In their hearts, 
humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. The Bible also says in Proverbs 19.21, many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. There can be only one Lord, not us, but Jesus. See, if Jesus is the resident of my heart, the occupant that needs to move out is me. As Paul and Silas began to pray and praise, the prisoners and prison guards began to witness God's supernatural work. We know from scripture an earthquake happened. The foundations of the prison were shaken. The prison doors flew open. Everyone's chains came loose and everyone checked out. See, I don't know about you, but if I were the jailer, I would be screaming, shocked and scared out of my mind. The jailer was so convicted by the power of God. He and his entire family were saved and baptized. Once again, God had his purpose for Paul being there. Beyond this, through Paul's time in Macedonia, he, he planted important churches, which led to the letters we have today of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Romans and perhaps Philippians written which contains doctrines for our Christian living. Friends, God either has shown you or will show you where you're at or where you'll be. And to whom he'll send you to, you just need to submit and obey. He'll do what and show you the how when it's in his time. This leads us to our application on the traffic light, an assessment on our current state. You know, like the traffic light, the green, the yellow and red are indications for you to go, slow down or stop. This is a practical exercise for everyone. It will help you to intentionally think, list down and reflect on what's been happening. What do you need to reevaluate to see happen? And also what needs to stop? This exercise importantly will allow you to reflect and submit it before God so that He shows you and leads you forward. All you need is a piece of paper, pen, your note app, a notebook to write down these questions. If you miss any, you can rewind and catch it again. These three questions will also help you set and achieve your goals, vision and direction from God for the year. Green light what's been happening. The question is, what are the healthy and positive things that have been happening and you want to see happen more? What are the healthy and positive things that have been happening and you want to see happen more? Now, this should align with biblical values in all arenas of your life. The second thing is the yellow light. What needs to be re-evaluated? The question is, what are some uncertainties, on the fence situations, undecided things that I need clarity and direction with? What are some uncertainties, on the fence situations, undecided things that I need clarity and direction with? This is an opportunity for you to speak to a pastor, a Christian leader, mentor, coach, counselor to get perspective and insights. And finally, the red light. 
what needs to stop or be redirected? The question is, what are unhealthy, negative, unbiblical, sinful, or just plain unproductive things that need to stop? What are unhealthy, negative, unbiblical, sinful, or just plain unproductive things that needs to stop? Now, this question presents you an opportunity to humbly seek God, repent, ask for forgiveness, and for help from spiritually mature Christians and to take steps forward. Take time within a week or more to pray and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you as Paul was led. Then have it somewhere visible to continuously keep you aligned with God's plan for you for the year. It's already the end of February. Can you imagine that? You know, in conclusion, there's a famous passage of scripture we often like to quote from the Bible. It's found in Isaiah 55, 8-9. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Well, if you read it in context, you will discover what it truly is and what it truly reveals. See, in Isaiah 55, from the beginning of verse 1 to 3, says this, Come, all you who are thirsty, come to the waters, and you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without cost. Why spend money on what is not bread, and your labour on what does not satisfy? Listen, listen to me and eat what is good, and you will delight in the riches of fare. Give ear and come to me. Listen that you may live. I will make an everlasting covenant with you, my faithful love promise to David. And he leads on in verse 6 and 7 on salvation. It says, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them and to our God, for he will freely pardon. And then comes verse 8, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Friends, in response, there is a prophetic call to you today. The time you have is precious and limited. How will you steward the purposes of God in your life? Will you allow Him to direct you? Will you submit yourself to Him? Will you obey Him? What God has revealed to us today is that He desires to save each one and He can use you. But it will be done His way, His time and for His purpose. We usually desire to do something and often get derailed when other things in life distract us. I pray the Holy Spirit will lead you to respond I am going to do something about it now because I've seen what God can do. If you can bow your hearts and allow me to lead us in prayer. Heavenly Father, to everyone listening in, I release your word upon our lives. That you will use us mightily and purposely to be your witnesses to our families, our friends, 
communities online or at school, work, all those distance from us, that you'll lead us in time to come. See God, this is our Jerusalem, our Judea, our Samaria, and the ends of the earth. So God, empower us, Holy Spirit. Grant us compassion, courage, creativity, and Christ-likeness. Grant us clarity, certainty, and confidence that Christ is in us the hope of glory for us and for all mankind. Direct us to who, show us the how, and make it count according to when it should happen. Help us to let our light shine brightly for you, to let our testimony be the fragrance of what you can do. So God, for everyone listening, I ask for your protection, I ask for your providence and peace. In Jesus' name, and you said, Amen. Well, I pray that you've been ministered, challenged, and encouraged by today's pod, sermon podcast. And until you tune in again to YPMGD Clang, God bless you. We've made it to the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, do share it on your social media platforms. And if you haven't already, do listen to our previous episodes. And make sure to follow us at YPMGD Clang for more updates.